Thank y'all so much for watching. I love y'all, man. All right. So, the where do we start? That's my question, right? As I research, where do we start? What do I talk about today? Boom. All right. Can't talk about, hey, get out the vote, man. Hey, listen, uh, do we start with political power? Kind of hard to get excited about a candidate that we've known been in the system for a long time, and we don't see much changes, folks. So, if we start with political power, Right, if that's where we're gonna start, if I'm gonna sit here and say, hey folks, we gotta get more civically engaged, folks. We gotta be, we gotta vote, right? We, 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 if, if we're gonna say that, then we gotta have hard discussions about, hey, what am I getting for my vote? Because really, and this is, this is specifically to Democrats, right? And I hate partisan politics. I've been part of it. I've been a, I've, you know, I've been really a big part of it, man. And I, I don't like it one bit because it doesn't do any any good for the big picture, man. Right? So, at the end of the day, I, I'm directing this at Democrats because typically right now, especially with what we have going on in the White House, it's almost like, you know, our hand is forced. So, with that being said, though, we have to start making political demands, folks. Not, I want to hear your platform uh, come tell us what you're going to do for us. No, we have to develop a platform with hardcore demands and we have to, and, and, and we have to make sure that our vote is properly valued first and foremost by us. Right. Again. So, or we'll look up 50 years from now, our children be looking up, worried about their children marching for their lives, worried about their children's lives mattering. Okay. Or God forbid worse folks. Because this country is capable of worse. Let's just be honest. Okay? Let's have some honest discussions. And we can't blame the politicians that come around when it's election season. Because we let them do it, folks. So where do we start, folks? If it's politics, we need some concrete, tangible commitments, folks. We need drastic criminal justice reform. We need a plan on paper. How are you going to handle this? Hmm? And we need accountability for our support, folks. All right, we got to start somewhere. And it's very confusing, folks, because when you watch a video of four white men subduing a black man unarmed and just squeezing the life out of him confidently, comfortably, I'm being recorded, but I don't care. And we're going to get into it, man, but I just want to touch on it. That officer that had his knee on his throat, he got bodies, bro. He's he, he been killing folks. He's still on the force. So, yes. Uh, emotions, yes. But at the same time, folks, we need emotions right now. But our emotions right now need to drive the proper behavior, folks. We cannot allow our emotion. I watched uh, a protest. Good morning out there, listeners, man. Thank y'all so much for listening, man. I love y'all, man. Thank y'all for supporting 99 Jams, the Bird Radio, man. What a jewel. We need it. So, 
Look, I'm uh, I lost my little train of thought, man. I'm 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 going through it a little bit uh with this because it, the reality of it is, <clears throat> we live in America, man, and we really shouldn't be surprised. But again, they had they had the foot on this brother's neck, man. When you watch that, when you watch the the the, the just how wrong that is. If you're not like at a point now where you're saying uh, we got to do better, folks, something wrong with you. And here's the here's the other side of it, right? Here's the other side. I got to just make sure I'm not all over the place because it's just a little bit of point, little points that I feel like I have to make because I don't want to just be on the air looking cute. Uh, I'm Matt B on the radio. No. No, it's not what I'm doing this for, man. I want to leave y'all with something, right? I'm looking for something myself. I'm looking for action steps, but I'm not looking for the same old, same old. Vote for me. Vote for me. This is what I'm going to do. I'm your leader. I'm here passing out food. I'm tired of that stuff. I'm tired of that, folks. I'm tired of it. Come on, man. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Every week we have a lynching, folks. Every week. I can't breathe. I cannot breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Just picture that, man. Just picture that for a second, man. All right. So disturbing, man. So disturbing, man. So, he had two choices, man. Fight for his life or lay still, man. I hope these officers have some sense of decency and compassion. Alright? Alright. Oh boy. Man. Seven minutes, man. Slowly watched. Sat there and died. And I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about the person filming it, right? I don't know if there's people around, but can we fight force with force or is that just a losing battle? Would have been two or three bodies versus one body. It's really, where do we start, folks? All right? He laid there for seven minutes, man. The man kept his foot on his breath while the brother said, I can't breathe. I'm dying. What's our call to action, man? Where do we start, folks? Hmm? All right, folks. Hey, man, listen. This is a, uh, and it's it's like, it's weird. It's like, we're looking for leaders. We're looking for, we look... If you're looking and you can't find it, folks, we got to rise up, man. We got to rise up, folks. I, I heard it on the live, man, and, you know, we are the change. Let me get into my, my, uh, my deal here, folks. I want to give you guys a quick update on Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and Drayshawn Reed. I uh, want to keep saying those names. want to stay focus on the solutions and you know let our emotions drive action man we need action right now all right so uh george is among four states with no hate crime laws so right now uh there has been a bill proposed that uh that a bipartisan bill to support last year that state that passed the state house but the bill appeared to stall in the state uh senate in georgia which would make uh, give them a hate crime provision in their legislature. They're one of four states that doesn't do it. All right. So that's the the Department of Justice has um, 
While states are the primary prosecutors of hate crimes, this is in Georgia, Arbery, uh, Ahmaud Arbery, okay? While states are the primary prosecutors of hate crimes, the federal government also has the authority to bring charges under the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crime Prevention Act. I remember the James Byrd case. They tied the brother to the back of a pickup truck and drug him through the street. And I want to say it was right here in Florida. The Department of Justice can act as a backstop to prosecute hate crimes in states without statutes or where state laws don't over or don't cover the crime. So Georgia is one of them. So the Department of Justice is now looking into that, possibly prosecuting them under a hate crime. The Department of Justice has previously said it's reviewing the Arbery case to determine whether federal hate crime charges are appropriate. It, all, it was also weighing a, re, a request by the Attorney General of Georgia. This is big for me. This was a victory, a small victory for me because I just really thought these folks need to be held accountable. It was also weighing a request by the Attorney General of Georgia to investigate the conduct of the first two district attorneys assigned to the case. Those were the folks that wrote, one of them wrote a letter saying, oh, these guys acted well within their uh, rights. Again, we're talking about Ahmaud Arbery, and we're talking about what the next steps are. So the Department of Justice is considering prosecuting these folks under the hate crime, which would make for severe, more severe penalties. So we'll keep our eye on that. That is Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, Breonna Taylor, the update on that is her boyfriend, this is the young lady, uh, from Louisville, Kentucky, that was gunned down by the police department in her bed, a working young lady, a nurse, a, a, a healthcare provider, essential worker, gunned down by uh, the police that served a warrant, a no-knock warrant. Again, uh, her boyfriend shot at the police because they did not announce themselves, and he was charged with uh, attempted homicide on the police. He has been freed. Um, but there has not been any arrests made, so we'll keep our eye on that, Brianna Taylor. Uh, as far as the case of Dreshawn Reed, uh, the federal government is looking into that, so I keep my eye on that and kind of keep you guys uh, posted. Wow, to the news, man, to the news, all right? I found an interesting article that just really summed up some stuff about what's going on today, man, especially with, uh, wow. Did y'all see the lady in the park with the dog? The lady in the park with the dog, folks. Out there in Radio Land, did y'all see this lady calling the police, uh, acting like she was being brutally beaten or, or, or attacked by a black man in the park, folks? On tape. Let me just say this, right? That is the behavior. That is precisely what got Emmett Till mangled. Mangled. That right there. A lady felt like, oh, I'm a, I, he whistled at, oh yeah. So again, this is alive in America. That thought process is alive. And it's not just in this particular uh, lady. No, no, no. That thought process is alive and well because I've seen white folks, burly white boys, hey, Bam, boom, call the police. Call the police. They're on my side. Even though I'm dead wrong. I started this fight, but call the police. Look at what happened to your boy. In uh uh, uh man, in Clearwater, Marquise McLaughlin, you rah, 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 rah. Then you get your behind knocked out. Now you leaning on, on the law. Because you white. That's why you're behind in jail. 
Thank you, Michelle Rayner, and that is why I support you. And I ain't playing. All right. Let me read this, man. Two incidents separated by 12 hours and 1,200 miles have taken on the appearance of the control and the variable of the grotesque experiment about race in America. On Monday morning in New York City Central Park, a white woman named Amy Cooper called 911 and told the dispatcher that an African-American was threatening her. She did this. And here's the crazy part about it. She's a manager. She was a, a manager. She means she was a leader. She was a leader. This was the mindset of one of our leaders in our country. White people, listen, and I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't know if it's further down, further back. I think I missed it. So let me let me back up. Let me say this. I'm guilty. Guilty of this, right? 95% of the time, we go on like everything is all good, man. We go right along like we don't live in a, a, a country that is oppressing a, a particular uh, part of its society. We go right along like that's not happening. 95% of the time, I do it, black people do it, white people do it, we act like it's all good. Oh, slavery, yeah, we made it past that. Oh, oh, yeah, we're good, we're good, we're good. We can afford to oh, laugh, drink, be merry. We can do that. Yeah, 95% of the time, then bam, it hits you in your face. I can't, I can't breathe. Now what you gonna do? Hmm? Then we protest. Guess what I saw a cat doing? And, and, and I'm not taking anything away from the people that are protesting, folks. But when we protest, that is because we want something. So if we're going to protest, we need to be clear about what the hell we want. We need to be clear about it. It's like when we vote, we need to be clear about what we want, folks. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly, exactly. I have someone chiming in out there in Radio Land. Listen, it was because of uh, uh, racism. She felt like he has no, uh, uh, he was asking the lady to put a leash on her dog, man. Normally, it's really the opposite way around. I ain't going to say, I'm not going to go into no uh, racial joke. Right All right, not the time for that. But normally, but she didn't feel like he could talk to her like that. Who are you? Leave me alone. I call the police on you. And guess what? Somebody called the police on George Floyd, and he ain't here today. You better stop playing, white people. You better stop playing. And I mean that, I, I'm a mixed breed. My mother is white. Listen, white folks, y'all gotta stop playing. Gotta stop playing. You gotta stop acting like this, 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 this ain't happening here, man. And stop asking folks to vote for you if you don't have a quick answer, and a real answer, for what the hell you gonna do about all this killing going on, man. I don't wanna be overly emotional. We need solutions, folks. But yes. So the man she's talking about is Christian Cooper. No relation. He filmed the call on his phone. There were, uh, they were in Ramble Park, a part of the uh, park that favored, is favored by bird watching. This brother was a bird watcher, man. Shout out to the only other black bird watcher I ever met, because I'm the one I like birds. Too. I take pictures of birds, too, down at Dale Holmes Park. All right? Okay. All right. He had simply requested that she leash her dog. Something that is required. In the video before making the call, Miss Cooper warns you, you better not talk to me like that. I'll call the police and they might shoot you, Blackie. They might kill you, Blackie. Come on, man. This is what we're dealing with, folks. Needless to say, the inclusion of race of the man she fears serves only to summon the ancient impulse to protect white womanhood 
from the threats posed by black men. This is what they put into the society. You know, this is stu this is stuff that little Miss Missy Cooper grew up hearing this. This was put in her head. Little Miss Cooper grew up like this. You know what I'm saying? So she learned this behavior. All right. On Monday evening in Minneapolis, 46-year-old black man named George Floyd died in a way that highlighted the implication that caused such as the one Amy Cooper Place can have. Just a simple call. You can get the police. You don't have to be guilty of anything, folks. And here's the other thing, man. Black folks, we got to stop having the police mediate our conversations, man. Sometimes we call the police and end up getting beat up, hit upside the head, man. Can't breathe, man. I can't breathe, man. All right. The police did not, however, make any arrests in the Central Park. Amy Cooper has apologized. Man, shut the shut up, Amy Cooper. Shut your mouth, Amy Cooper. Shut your mouth, Amy Cooper. Shut up. Apologize. You keep that apology. Might as well keep your job. Because you'd probably be on the job telling racist jokes with your other bosses and friends. Keep the apology. They took her dog because she was choking her dog. That's kind of justice. She probably loved her dog. She's probably crying more about her dog. All right. I was, I just so I just want to talk a little bit about this, George. Just to really and I it's graphic, man. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Right? Where 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 do we start, man? This was horrific. It traumatized me. And Truth be told, man, I have trauma, man. And 99% 90, of us have trauma. All of us have trauma, man. And we have different triggers for our trauma. And when I see, even just hear gunshots, you know, I, I'm, I'm, it triggers trauma in me, right? But when you see somebody dying slow, begging for their life at the hands of a of a servant, an official, an official servant that is uh, hired and paid for by your tax dollars, squeeze. It's just I don't know, man. Put me in a put me in a, a bad place. I couldn't even really sleep last night, man. You know, just wondering what where do we start because we really cannot allow emotions to be at the forefront of our um of our movement. It needs to fuel the movement, but the movement needs to be grounded in solutions and action steps, folks. All right. Now, meanwhile, in the headlines, I'm going to get into a little bit of history like I typically do. Still kind of talking about the headlines right now. Uh, and this is something that bothers me. And it bothers me that we don't call it out. We don't pinpoint this. We don't make a big deal out of this. We don't march about this, but this is ridiculous to me, man. 49 people shot, 10 fatally, in the deadliest Chicago Memorial Day weekend since 2015. Where do we start? I can't breathe. I can't breathe about this crap either. I can't breathe about this either, man. 49 people shot, 10 fatally, in the deadliest Chicago Memorial Day weekend since 2015. Hmm? Do we not talk about that? 
do black lives only matter when we get gunned down on tape by white people? Ken fatally shot over the weekend. Nobody ain't talking about that. Am I missing that? Is, is somebody talking about it? I don't hear it. 49 people shot. That means 49 people. We ain't got no bullets for the people that's killing us, but we got 49 bullets for each other, man. Don't advocate violence for violence, man. But at some point, you got to start thinking about protecting your family. You got to think about that. It happened. It played out. The man got gunned down in front of his family in Clearwater, Florida, folks. So where do we start? Do we buy guns? I'm not an advocate of a gun. I got a bullet this big in my back that's too close to my uh, spine to remove. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of guns. I know what they feel like. Cute. All you cute gun owners. Cuties. Playing with guns. Tough guys. Come on, cuties. Where do we start? 49 people shot, 10 fatally, in the deadliest memorial, Chicago Memorial Day weekend, man. Dude, ain't nobody talking about that. Oh, that's taboo. We can't talk about that. Despite the stay-home order, Chicago is marking one of the deadliest Memorial Day weekend shootings in the history, uh, since Memorial Day, 2015, when 12 people were killed. Despite the state stay-at-home order, the weekend's death toll has already surpassed last year's holiday weekend when seven people were killed and 34 were injured during the period of 5 p.m. Friday through 5 a.m. Tuesday. Where do we start, folks? Lives matter. In 2018, seven, seven people died and 30 others were wounded. In 2017, six people were killed. In the weekend, we're talking about in the weekend, in one city, all right? Just don't, don't make light of it. In, in 2017, six people were shot on Memorial Day weekend. 44 others were, were wounded, man. All right? The most recent fatal shootings was Monday evening at Garfield Park. Two men, 45 and 52, were standing by the sidewalk in the 2800 block, White Sand. But the 45-year-old was shot in the head and the torso, pronounced dead. The older man was shot in the leg, taking him outside. On Sunday afternoon, one per a person was fatally shot in Rosemore at about 3.05. A male was in his vehicle in the alley. Uh, someone walked up and fired shots. He was shot in the face and chest. A 45-year-old was killed several hours before Grand Crossing. Uh, another man was killed Saturday, Saturday night. Hobo. They're not even saying these folks' names, folks. Black lives don't matter when black folks kill you. So what's the conversation about that? Where do we start there? How do we clean that? How do we clean that up? Hmm? We're not allowed to talk about the rappers. Oh, that's taboo. That's a multi-billion dollar industry. We can't talk about that. Where do we start? We got to start having some real con. Don't ask me, please, to knock on somebody's door for you talking about vote if you don't have some answers, man. We don't need your leadership. We don't need you running for office if you don't have no, 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 no answers. And we don't need you in office if you don't have no answers, man. All right? So, where? Where do we start with that? Where do we start with that? Hmm? 49 people shot, 10 dead. dead. They write articles in the paper. I think they said a couple names. But you got 10 dead. 
Black male, 42. Black male, 45. Come on, man. Should be outraged about that as well. Should be marching. We should be going to Chicago saying, what, what y'all doing? How can you comfortably kill 10 Negroes when the police on Facebook can't breathe in you? Come on, guys. I don't want to yell at nobody. What are we doing? What are we going to do? What are we doing about our young kids that's dying? You know the biggest cause of death when young teenagers is vehicle <laughs> accidents. What are we doing? Where do we start? Where do we start, man? We don't have no economic power. We've been giving our vote away without much progress. If in the last 50 years we moved the needle this much, I'm thankful. But at the end of the day, where, where, where have we gone when white people can kill you on tape and then don't become uh, and don't get brought to justice? Where, how far have we really gone, man? Hmm? And then we, we go along like ain't nothing happening 95% of the time, man. All right, just real quick, get into a little bit of history. Check my time. I don't have much time. Hey, listen, folks, we're going to go, uh, go on break real quick, folks. Let's do that. Let's get a let's get a break in. Oh, thank y'all so much for listening out there. We'll be right back, folks. Yeah. Oh man. Man, folks. Listen, man. Thank y'all so much for watching. Oh man. Yeah, absolutely. I, I believe we have to start with the police. And I'm getting ready to start with that right now. Um Thank you so much. I'm getting ready to start with that. Thank you, Linda Lucas, for watching, man. I want to say thank everybody, man. Thank you, Miss uh, Raquel Young, for watching. Corey Outlaw, thank you for watching. Miss Celine Everett, man, thank y'all so much for watching, man. Look, man, this is it's ridiculous. When I when, when we come back, I want to talk real quickly about uh, where this comes from. This is not appearing out of nowhere. I'm going to cut it short a little bit. Um, Don J, what time? How much time I got? Join Auntie Sarah. Mm -hmm. Don J, Don J. Yeah, we're on a little commercial break, but this, this is not something new, folks. This is old, as old as our uh, current government, current situation we live. This is old. It's, it started with. Uh, the beginning of this country. Oh man. Yeah, man. So, oh, I just want to talk a little bit about where where this stuff started, and then I want to leave you guys with um, what I think the solutions can be. All right. Don J. Don J. How much time I got? All right, man. Thank y'all so much for watching, man. I'm sorry I was yelling a little bit. Corey Outlaw, what's happening, man? All right, all right, man. Thank you, thank y'all. Thank y'all, man. I really appreciate it, man. White supremacy in police departments is nothing new. It's nothing new. So let's understand emotions, right? But uh, we need some action steps, folks. What are we going to do? I'm waiting for some action steps, man. All you leaders that want our vote what is the action step what are we gonna do okay everybody everybody welcome back this is your boy matt b 
on 99 Jams the Bird Radio with We the People, man. Want to talk to y'all about what are we going to do? What's next? Where do we start, man? All right. So let's start with a little bit of history, folks. Uh, when slavery started, there was a threat of slaves revolting. There was a threat of slaves escaping. There was, uh, they were property. And control of this new labor force would be key. Mutiny was a great fear. By the early 1700s, a comprehensive system of racially directed law enforcement was well on its way to being fully developed, okay? Now, this is, and I don't want to tie up too much, uh, but this is part of the fabric of this nation, folks. That's, that's what... This is what started policing. That's how this started. So, of course, we think that it was so long ago, but if you look back two generations ago, our great-grandfathers and great-grandfathers, they were slaves coming out of slavery. We're just a few generations removed, and I was born five years after the uh, Civil Rights Act. So we're not that far removed, okay? This was, in fact, the first system systemic systematic form of policing in the land that would become the United States. The Northeast colonies relied on informal night watch system of volunteer policing on private security to protect commercial property. In southern colonies, policing's origins were rooted in the slave economy and the radically racialized social order that invented whiteness as the ultimate boundary. Whites, no matter how poor or low, could not be held slaves. But slaves could be held captive by anybody. That's how the economic order was created. The system continued largely intact after emancipation and the defeat of the Confederacy. Legally sanctioned slave patrols were replaced by night-riding vigilantes like the Ku Klux Klan. Okay? This is where they started. So you think they just gave up the power? No, that's not how it works. People don't give up power. You got to take it from them. And that's what we got to realize as a, as a black community. We're waiting for somebody to give us something. We won't take nothing but from, from one another. I might as well say it. Hmm? I heard a brother on live, man, yesterday. That brother was putting so much truth out there, man. That brother say, everybody a gangster until the police show up. Hmm? Tough guy. Boy, but when the police show up, huh, huh? So where do we start? Man, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth getting tough with the police. They already killing you when you ain't trying to get tough. I don't know. I don't know if the people that were filming could have saved that brother's life. I don't know. Where do we start? I'm asking questions, man. All right. They were intended to maximize, uh, for maximum terrorizing. Lynching and shooting took place alongside the more traditional punishments of beating and whipping. Blacks' economic value as slaves had evaporated, and with it, the constraints of lethal power. So immediately after, black folks were brought, and this is still happening, in the same numbers, the same alarming numbers, and we got to stop walking around here like everything all good. It's not. It's not all good. And if you're running for office and you don't have some answers on how you're going to make this better, you don't deserve our vote. All right. So the police were started 
to harass and keep black people subdued, all right? So let's fast forward to now, man. Okay. The, this is an article uh, from 2017 entitled the, Epic of, the Epidemic of White Supremacist Police. For years, national law enforcement agents have been sounding the alarm about white supremacists in their midst. In 2006, the FBI warned that white supremacists attempting to enter into police departments and recruit police officers. In 2009, it was the Department of Homeland Security that was letting the public and local law enforcement know that the threat of national security posed by white supremacists after the election of the first black president. So they they warned that, hey, they're ramping up. It is no secret that white supremacist groups are actively recruiting college students and former former military members qualifications necessary to become a police officer in uh, certain areas. In the time that has passed since the first of these now repeated warnings, there has been an alarming number of police officers reported to be members of hate groups or expressing racist vitriol in texts, emails, and on social media. In 2014, three police officers of a 13-member all-white de- police department were discovered to be members of a local chapter of the Ku Klux Klan in Fruitland Park, Florida. In Florida, okay? Whew. These men were discovered because they were trying to recruit other officers to join them. In 2015, a lieutenant in Aniston County Police Department in Alabama was fired for being a member of the League of the South, a Southern hate group. Another lieutenant was also a member but retired once his affiliation became publicized. The membership was no secret to the department. When the fire lieutenant was first hired, and in fact was the subject of friendly jokes. Friendly jokes. We ain't got time for friendly jokes, man. I can't breathe. I can't breathe, man. We live in a country where killing black people has been swept under the rug for years and years, and we're not that far removed. Reality, folks. Reality, we got to stop playing. We got to stop playing. Stop playing politics out here. You running for office for it, and you don't know what the hell going on. You don't know how the hell you're going to help my child out. You better stop playing. And I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm, I'm really plumb sick of it. I'm about to distance myself from a lot of affiliations, organizations, just so I can say exactly what needs to be said, man. Come ask me to vote for this. All right. Police with vile racist beliefs are not limited to the deep south, as as the recent incident in D.C. has shown. In 2016, an officer with the Philadelphia police was found to have white supremacist tattoo on his forearm. Four San Francisco police officers sent racist text messages. Metro Detroit called black citizens protesting at a rally. Monkeys. A police officer in the uh, Price Police Department in Utah used the N-word on Facebook post. An NYPD detective made a Facebook comment in which he called New York Mayor uh, Bill de Blasio's black wife a former crack addict. The same officer also said that black people should stop complaining about slavery and get over it. This is all people that are protecting and serve. Oh, get over it. Get over it. We got to do something about this, folks. All right? We really do. We really do. All right. So the department, uh, the Howard County Sheriff. In, in Maryland, often referred to black people as niggas and called Jewish uh, called a Jewish county executive a Jew boy. In 2017, report about the Chicago Police Department by 
The U.S. Department of Justice found that dozens of officers, including supervisors, made racist remarks. Blah, blah, blah. So it's going down, folks. It is definitely going down. White supremacy is in our police departments, folks. It is nothing new. We should not be so surprised. Florida town stunned by news of police KKK ties. Uh, top cop accused of racism forces Austin to come confront bias in law enforcement, folks. It's really, it's out here, folks. People, our police departments, many of them were ran by the Ku Klux Klan. We had a racist uh, police chief right here in uh, St. Pete, and our police was bad. That's why Tyrone Lewis got, got killed. That's why we have uh, Tyrone um, Lewis, Jim, and all this and that, because we had a corrupt police department. And I'm thankful, man, and I'm thankful, and I have to be honest with you guys, right? I got into, I got really heavy into the last mayoral race with Mayor Christman and Rick Baker. And my fuel was because I remember Rick Baker. I remember the city under Rick Baker. He locked so many people up. They wiped out families, man. Locked up everybody. I remember weed and seed under his administration. And I'm thankful because right now, if we have any misconduct by our police, we have a black police chief, and I believe he has no tolerance for that. And I believe we have a mayor and a city staff. You don't always have to agree with, with him. But I can't see anybody in the mayor's staff allowing this to go on without demanding justice. So our vote has uh, consequences, man. Our elections have consequences. We've got about five, ten more minutes, I, I reckon. All right, I, I wanted to highlight uh, there was one uh, particular instance that said that, you know, it, it talked about the white supremacist uh, being in um not only just being in the ranks but also being in leadership so number one folks i think we got to start looking at these police departments we got to look at their practices and uh and their patterns we got to look at their history we got to start dissecting that the federal government let me there was a federal government program that was uh funded by the federal government uh okay Reforming a police, as it turns out, is a lot harder than reforming the military because the decentralized way in which thousands of police departments, we have about 18, 15 to 18,000 police departments in this country. A lot of work to do, folks, but we got to start with accountability. We got to start with leadership. Every time something like this happens, leadership, elected officials should be penalized, man, and should be uh, lose their job behind stuff like this. Everybody. It should be have jobs okay hey listen folks i got cut a little short today man i gotta get out of, i gotta get out of here folks but man where do we start is the question that i started with it's gonna be what i end with i wrote some down yeah okay okay today's shout out man today's shout out is to anybody man that's using their voice man black white red or yellow if you're speaking out against injustice whether it's on Facebook, whether you're calling somebody, whether you're tweeting, whatever. If you're out there, you're calling this injustice out, man. Shout out to you, man. I thank y'all so much. I wanna, uh, I'm gonna get out of here, but Jesus, I want to touch on voting. But uh, politicians, man, especially Democrats, man, y'all gotta tighten up. You gotta tighten up. You gotta tighten up what you say to black folks. You gotta tighten up what you offer. And black folks, as voters, we gotta tighten up and present general. Uh, agendas to these people that we want done or you will not get our vote you follow me let's get a little bit more uh militant and vigilant about our vote and our voice man thank y'all all so much for watching man i love y'all man until next time out there man 
Listen, I love y'all, man. Dream big, man. Love more. Pay attention, man. Use your voice, man. And be beautiful, man. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for watching, man. We need more of this, folks. Make some noise out there, man. I thank y'all for watching. Dedication. Dedication.